Dear Lord in heaven, we are so grateful that we can come together to worship you at this time. We pray that Mm. you will give us eloquence. You will fill our hearts with wisdom and our minds with wisdom so that we can get the message across that you have for your people. This is my prayer in your name. Amen. 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 Okay, we'll start. Hi guys. Welcome to day five, true and false worship. How are we doing today? Denzel, how are you feeling? I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah. It's a great answer. Cyan, <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing? I'm I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. We, we out here, yeah. Yeah. And Jazz, how are you doing? Me. I'm I'm fantastic. Okay. I feel wonderful. I it's true, guys. It's not I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> um but I have a question. So tell mm-hmm. me, what's something that you've learned today, this week, in the past month that you can share with everyone? Um, I think that I can share is the key part because I did learn something, but I don't know if it's sharing. Um, I don't know. What about you, Denzel? I need to have a little think. (laughs) I should put on the spot. Um, (laughs) I'd say that I learned a lot more in um, Mandarin, actually. So you care to share a few words with us today? A few words? Are we saying like random words or what? Sentence? Yeah. I don't know. Hello. A sentence. Yeah, or anything. Everyone knows hello. It's ni hao. I know. didn't know that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I did it actually. <laughs> I was going to say I know konnichiwa, but that's not Mandarin. Isn't that Japanese? Japanese, Japanese yeah. yeah. So that's like Fail. the closest, the closest I can get, you yeah. know? <laughs> ni hao's good. Nice. Um, I have one for me. Mm-hmm. So I was today years old when I discovered... Anis the rapper. I don't know if you guys know who he is. I didn't Say really again. know. Anis, A-N-E-E-S. No. I put him on my story today. I don't know if you saw. But he's just got a different vibe. So he's like indie pop, but then raps as well. So the music today is just that a chill. mishmash of everything. Yeah. But listen, because he can actually sing as well, guys. And his music is just good vibes. Like, you know, sometimes you listen to stuff and it's all negative, but mm. it's good vibes. And even his Instagram is just like positive and stuff like that. Um, I want to believe that he's Christian. I'm just not sure yet. But um, guys, listen, I'll put the plug there for you. Mm. Anise, the rapper. Okay, check him out. I think for me, the thing I can share. So I think a couple of days ago, I was talking about struggling with boundaries. Mm. And I think as well, um, yeah, today when I woke up, it was a bit of a rough start. Mm -hmm. But I learned that like, you can align yourself and take control and, you know, allow God to just rectify the day and he did and you know by lunchtime I felt a bit more like I know what I'm doing I'm good I don't again like I'm saying no to what I need to say no to I'm saying yes to what I need to say yes to and things I've already committed to I'm just picking up myself and getting to them good. and yeah that's probably like as much as I can expand on understood it understood time, yeah. it's a lot it's a lot mm. but you did well thank you to thank put you. it together <laughs> <laughs> amazing amazing so I think guys we should get into it because today's a big study I'm really excited. Mm. So Denzel, can I ask you to do the opening prayer? Okay. Dear Lord, as we get into the study today, please give us uh, a unique insight, an insight that is very particular to your words. Mm. Please help our eyes be drawn to the most salient points. Mm. And please help your word to refresh our spiritual bodies. Press them, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. So Sai, mm-hmm. question to you. Okay. I feel like you're going to have a lot to say, but yeah, question. What is something in your life that you prioritize that others may not understand why you prioritize it like that? 
Okay, um, so immediately, it's, mm, I don't know if I'm prioritizing it right now, mm -hmm. but I would say social media. Okay. I say social media because, especially that part about that others wouldn't understand, I think we do kind of see social media today as like something that's, you know, consuming us, taking over. Um, but I still feel like it's a very good tool to like engage with people, mm -hmm. um, to to evangelize, mm -hmm. to share an encouraging word. Mm -hmm. um, so although I haven't been as active as I'd like to be in like the past two weeks, mm -hmm. um, I feel like, yeah, some people might think like, why does, why does Sian love social media so much? Like, yeah. why is that something that she really pushes for? But I just feel like it's literally a way to just connect with people anywhere definitely, in the world. Um, and And use that platform to do something good. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's... My no, own. I like that. Because obviously there are negative connotations mm. to it, but you're right. Focusing on the right ways to use it, it's it's amazing. Connecting to people on the other side of the world, you know, yeah. being able to form businesses with them, partnerships. All so. sorts, yeah. No, I hear that. I hear that. So Denzel, what about you? Um, people might understand, but I place a heavy, heavy emphasis on waking up early. Oh. <laughs> I actually want to be like you. Like, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm learning a lot already. Like, I, I think like I need some tips. I need some Mandarin <laughs> lessons. I need some That's early all. morning. Get my life just elevated. <laughs> That's See, what I'm saying. I, I used to hate waking up early. But what I like started to discover is that when you wake up early and you have time to think, and you have time to get ready according to your own time. Mm -hmm. well, you're not rushing to do anything, right? You're, you're a lot more calmer. You're a lot more in tune with God. And like it says in the Bible, God is a God of order. So right. I assume as his disciples, he expects us to do the same thing as well. Mm. He expects us to be of order. So yeah, I feel like waking up early helps you to stay closer to that orderly manner of God. Mm. Yeah. That's deep stuff. That's Bible study done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's so true because I struggle with that personally, getting up. I have been pushing myself the past couple of weeks. But when you don't get up early enough, you're rushing. Like the whole day is a rush. Mm. And you don't even have time to just sit down and think, okay, what do I need to do today? As mm. you said, where is God in that? So now that's amazing. We're encouraging everyone, get up early like Denzel. Um, but yeah, for me, so... <laughs> recently I've been trying to work on my health <laughs> so like doing a bit of like weight training and mm. eating right and counting my calories and my macros and stuff um and it's a lot it, it's like every day I really need to think how when am I going to get my steps in what am I going to eat it's not just what's mum cooked and let me mm. just eat that no I have to really think um and I know like at the beginning my sister was like why are you measuring all of that stuff like can't you stop but now I've I've sort of got used to it I can and I can see some results, so um, mm. we hope we can keep pushing with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes it can. I don't want to say be obsessive, but yeah, I can understand why some people might not fully appreciate like the effort you put into it, and then also how it can be a bit too much. So yeah. Mm. So guys, um, I'm sorry. I'm gonna come to you because mm -hmm. of the social media stuff. Do you ever feel like it becomes more of a priority than God in your life? Interesting question. Um, so I'm going to say yes. Mm. And I'm going to say, I'm not saying this is how it is for me right now, but in terms of has it ever become more of a priority? Um, I would say there's always a danger there because although I like to use my social media 
to kind of share and encourage and be a vessel for God. At the same time, kind of like what you were saying, even with like weight training and stuff mm. and like how much effort you have to put into like planning and preparing stuff. There can be times where, um, you know, you the, with social media, there's so many things you can kind of, there's the danger of getting caught up in just, you know, the views or mm. the following. And, and now you're just post, like one thing I never want to do is post content just for views or following yes. or reach. Yeah. Like it's great to reach people, but I want to know that I'm, I'm focused it on the impact. Mm. Yeah, the mm. meaning. So even sometimes I find like I will take those little breaks, which I know is like, it's putting me behind my goals. It's, it's, you know, I, and, and when I say goals, like it's not even like about following follower goals and stuff, but I do believe that, you know, when you have a message mm. and you can share it on a wider scale, um, you know, by being consistent on social media, you you can start to achieve that goal of being able to share it on a wider scale. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I think sometimes, or what I have found in the past is if I found myself getting a little bit too obsessive, you know, we we pick, there was a study that was showing like how many times you, you flip your through phone. your phone, you, you just hey. go to scroll, do you know what sometimes I mean? Sometimes I don't even realise and it's just check in my settings hands. actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, on you your could, phone. And, and screen time and stuff. <laughs> like my... Yeah. <sighs> I could go yeah, on, but there was a time where like, I feel maybe not above God. Cause I will, I, I've really tried to make a conscious effort to have time with God in the morning and to start having like study throughout the day. Amazing. But I could prioritize social media above the work mm. that I need to be doing or the clients I need to be chasing. Yeah. So um, of late it's taken a bit of a backseat. Okay. Um, but I would say that the, the danger is always there. Yeah. And I think to draw me back, what I've tried to do is if I feel like it is getting to a point of consumption, even if it hasn't gone above God, but mm -hmm. it's just getting a bit consumer heavy, yeah. then I just have to stop. Yeah. Do you understand? Take that break. Or if I feel like mm. it's ruling me now, no, this is a tool for me to use, not a tool to yes. use me. <laughs> then I have to stop, that's you know? Important. So that's that's where I'm at with it. No, I, would I like say. that. No, I thank you for being honest as well. Because mm. some people say, like, no, I love social media. No, sometimes. Yeah, I love it. But it's like when you love something, yeah. like your favorite food, sometimes you don't know when to stop. <laughs> Do you understand? Trust me. Much, yeah. Right. Trust so. me. I mean, Denzel, your example, you tell me, but it kind of helps you in a way to realign yourself with God. And Yeah, I was thinking that. I was thinking mm. that because God is the focus, mm. of, like, He's the reason why I'm waking up. And especially he's the reason why I'm waking up early in this instance. I feel like that helps me to center it around God, mm. especially because of that. Like we're talking about how um, we're talking about how I have like a little meditation just on God's word before mm. that. Yeah, before I do anything else. Yeah, it's I feel like that helps it to center it. You know? no, yeah. I love that. I love do, you that. do you know what as well? I feel like that a hundred percent there is the key as well because like I was saying with socials, mm. the times I focus on, you know what, this this might not be the best piece of content, but if, if one person needs this, yeah. it might not get the views or the likes, but one person might see this and they're touched by it, mm -hmm. then my my job is done, do you Absolutely. understand? So, and, and again, like, I don't know for you, Jazz, you might say a bit more, but again, even around like weight training and stuff, yeah. of course it's nice to look good, yeah. but if we're seeing it from that angle of like our body being a temple. That's it. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, now it's like, who are you, like, yeah. who, who do you ultimately want to do yeah. this for? Yeah. I think it, it puts things in perspective. And that's definitely what it is for me. Um, and I think when, once I understood that, mm. it kind of started to click because yeah, you might not be happy with your appearance or you just want to be healthier, 
But as you said, your body is a temple. God mm. made you. Why not give your body to God in every way that you can? That's it. And everything that you have. So yeah, you you basically said it. <laughs> like for me, it is about being the best vessel for God to mm. use. Um, now I made I love this, guys. I love this. Yeah. So let's get into the word right now. Um, this is a big topic. When we were studying it, we were thinking, wow, okay, this is a lot. So I'm just going to encourage everyone to, you know, take your time and go through Revelation 13 because that's what we're going to focus on today. Um, but what we're going to do is just provide sort of a high level overview of what's going on in this chapter. Mm. I mean, it's super interesting and it ties in really well with yesterday's study on Beauty and the Beast. So we learned yesterday that the dragon is a form of satanic power. In Revelation 13, we then see that Satan has two other powers, two other beasts that are the focus on. Um, beasts in prophecy signify kingdoms, powers that basically rise up against God. So in Revelation 13, we first meet the sea beast and Denzel, please can you read verses one to two and just tell us what you see. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the names of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth was the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power, and his seat, and great authority. Mad. Nah, so basically there's a lot of animals going on here. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of beasts, a lot of you know, descriptive language, in my head, this beast looks very scary. Ten horns, seven heads, looks like a leopard. It's got bare feet, a lion's mouth. I mean, Cyan, can you help us out? Have we seen those images somewhere else in the Bible? Um, so, yeah, I mean, on kind of studying this, I was led to Daniel 7. Mm -hmm. um, and just for transparency, guys, I did not know it was Daniel 7. Okay. <laughs> it was like through studying it, you know, that yeah. was a the suggested place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, we're all learning here, guys. We're all mm -hmm. learning. But Daniel 7, again, is, is, is referencing, as you said, like a similar or the same kind of thing. So we see the mention of four beasts here. Um, the first beast looks like um, a lion with eagle wings. The second beast looks like a bear. The third beast, um, and, and a bear with like flesh in its mouth as mm. well, which I found quite interesting. Yeah. Um, and then the third beast looks like a leopard. Um, and the fourth beast, I'll actually read this. This is verse seven. It says, then I'm reading from the NLT, by the way. Um, Daniel seven, two, verse seven. Then in my vision that night, I saw a fourth beast terrifying dreadful and very strong it devoured and crushed its victims and hu with huge iron teeth and trampled their remains beneath its feet it was different from any of the other beasts and mm. it had 10 horns Mad. um Mad. so yeah coming back to this as you said mm -hmm. we see the 10 horns again mm -hmm. in revelation 13 and the elements of the beast kind of combined exactly. in this fourth beast so, I mean, my first question is like, okay, so we see that those beasts probably are related to each other, but what do they mean? Mm. Um, if you carry on reading throughout the book of Daniel, especially in chapter eight, you'll see that those beasts signify a period of time. So the lion representing Babylon, right? Medo-Persia, the bear, Greece, the leopard. Mm. And so we're left with this last beast, the sea beast. 
Um, and to understand a bit more about who this beast is, what did they do, um, we can read verses five and eight. So what I'll do is I'll just pick out a few characteristics of this beast so we can kind of understand a bit more uh, what it is. So this beast would utter proud words and blasphemies and exercise authority for 42 months, which is also 1,260 days. Um, again, speaks blaspheme against God, wants to war or wage war against God's holy people. Um, and it's also given authority um, to every tribe, people and language. Um, so <laughs> what is this beast? You know, it literally just sounds like it's everything that Jesus we know isn't. So, for example, in Revelation chapter 5, we learn that Jesus or the lamb has seven horns. Just mm -hmm. on day two, we learned that horns represent power and seven is perfect. So the horn, um, Jesus had perfect, perfect power. Exactly. Perfect power. Exactly. But then we understand that this beast had 10 horns. So I was like, okay, so 10 isn't perfect. What's, what's 10 about? Um, we also understand that um, in chapter five, again, Jesus was slain, but the beast actually received a mortal wound. So mm -hmm. basically died. Jesus was resurrected and the beast, the wound is healed. Um, Jesus receives authority from the father. The dragon gives authority to this beast. And there are so many different comparisons that we can see. I encourage everyone to go through the booklet so that you can really see how this beast is representing everything that God isn't. Um, so just to break this down a bit and for us to get into where this beast fits in history, because it, it's a lot, it is very complicated. Um, 1,260 days is equivalent to the dark age period. So this is actually also referred to the light and dark, good versus evil. And if you simply put a, like a Google search, you'll be able to read a, a lot more about this. And this was a time when the Roman Catholic Church actually persecuted a lot of Christians and forced people to worship, and I say that in quotes, mm. God in a certain way, but through their own authority. So I'm just going to leave that there. We know that this time period represents Rome. Denzel, I have another question for you and something to read because there's another beast. It's not just the sea beast. There's also the earth beast. Please, can you read um, verses 11 to 17 or just summarize it in your own words? Okay, um, I'll read it. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb and he spake as a dragon. And he exercises, he exerciseth mm -hmm. all the power of the first beast before him and causeth the earth and them where, which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which had the power to do so in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image unto the beast, which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had the power to give life unto the image of the beast, and that the image of the beast should speak, and that the as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. He causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and born, to receive a mark on their right hand mm -hmm. or in their forehead, and that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Man. Great. Thank you so So that was a really long, quite deep text. Mm -hmm. And 
I mean, Sai, what are the things that you're picking up about this sea beast? Sorry, oh, no, it's the, the earth. earth beast. Yes. Yeah. Um, sorry, it is a lot to no, digest. It's a there lot. is like things I'm picking up every line. Yeah. You ever seen that calculations meme? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's me right that's now. That's what's happening here. Um, okay. So, yeah, I think one of the first things that we kind of see here is this connection between the first beast, the sea beast, and the second beast, the earth beast. Um, and the fact that this second beast is acting on behalf of the first one. So uh, verse 14, um, we, it talks about miracles that he was allowed to perform on behalf of the first beast, um, deceiving the people that belong to the world. And um, there's also mention of him being permitted to give life to mm -hmm. to this to this statue of the first beast. So mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're working in tandem here. Yeah. Um, but something else that really stood out for me, and it kind of links back to what you were saying about the parallel between like Christ and these beasts, mm -hmm. is um, how much, okay, in the parallel, we see like Christ has the, the seven horns mm -hmm. and this is perfect. Mm -hmm. This beast, the, the sea beast has the yeah. 10 horns, right? And sometimes we see it like, well, this person's got more, mm. you know, 10 is bigger than seven. So this, this means more see, power. Like like Do you that. understand? Mm. Um, but what I found really interesting when I was, when I was doing some research on this text as well, um, and even looking at that number of the, the, this earth beast being 666, mm. right? Is how like, we know the perfect number is seven or like, again, seven, 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 mm. and just how much like, we know six is less than seven, how mm. it falls short. It falls short of yeah. being perfect. Yeah. So despite the fact that, like that things might look great to the human yeah. eye, because you know, he he's he's got the ten horns, he he also had an injury, mm. not full death, you know, because it says a mortal wound, yeah. but he didn't die mm. and, and resurrect. It's yeah. like a wound that's been healed. Like, mm. I don't know, this might be going a bit further than we were no, going. No, continue, 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 but continue. It just makes me think of how like people can really look the part or do the- No, it's true. This beast yeah. is doing deception. Exactly. It's saying, look, I can, reminds me of, um, you know, even in the, going back to Exodus, yeah. Prince of Egypt, yeah. and you see like, you know, when, when the staff turns yeah. into the snake yeah. and then they, yeah. they, they do put their- the dye in the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they dye in the water yeah. with the Red Sea and, yeah. um, Again, just like how people will imitate yes. and try to, That's what it, it is. will look like yeah. it. But when you look more closely, you realize actually, okay, they've they've done a bit more here, but what? Why did they need the to do a bit more? Here? Yeah, they've that they've gone extra where they can go extra, but then other things they can't quite exactly copy, match it. quite match yeah. it. Mm. So it's like you just got to keep your eyes open, That's man. It. Be a, be spiritually be aware. aware. Yeah, because yeah. as you said, it looks like the real thing but then where does the power come from mm. like what's the root source like we know when Moses was doing the miracles mm -hmm. um the Egyptians were getting that from from Satan like yeah. that power that magic came from Satan so mm. it's it's the question is always to ask so I mean from what we just read we understand that there's a power mm -hmm. that claims to work under God's authority right. and also wants to be worshipped like God does mm. And also there's another power who gets its power from the first power and wants to be worshipped, but in a very secularized way, mm. right? Secularized against God, you know, worldly way. And so if we bring the dragon into this, we know the reason why Lucifer was cast out of heaven is because he wanted to be worshipped 
like God. So the whole idea and the whole point of the of this chapter, chapter mm. 12, chapter 13, is about worship. Mm. So I mean, I'm, I'm going to throw the question out to you, Denzel. Why is Satan so obsessed with this topic of worship? Well, I mean, if we look in the Bible, mm -hmm. there is a particular passage. I believe it's Isaiah 12. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, no, it's actually Isaiah 14. And in that passage, it says, I will ascend. Well, here's how the verse starts. It says, you said in your heart, I will ascend into the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the Mount of Assembly on the utmost heights of the sacred mountain. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. Mm. Yeah, and I think that ever since Satan got kicked out of heaven, yeah. he's just been desperately trying to prove that he is just like God. Mm. Or he is, even despite being a creation, he's he, even despite being created, he is godlike. That's what mm. he's trying to prove. And I think mm. that by giving him worship, it's almost solidifying that belief in him. Yeah. 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 No, that's deep. So I I yeah. I love what you said about proving because it just goes back to what we just explored about the beasts, mm -hmm. you know, trying to prove that I'm, I'm just as good, you yeah. know, in, yeah. it, you know, I'm, I, I'm going to try and look like I'm better. I'm not, but wherever I can pull out all the stops, mm. I'm going to try to do that. And, yeah. you know, we see again where, again, a lot of that is very much ego. Yes. You know, yes. which we've explored this week in terms of just, you know, wanting to feel worthy or, you know, be, be just, he's, he's seen what people and the angels were doing for God, and you know, and that. he wanted that, yeah. um, so yeah, there was something else, but it will come back. Wait, yeah, yeah no, you know yes. what? Something that you just said right now, it's just yeah. reminded me of something. Mm. So a while ago, well, it wasn't really a while ago. It was more like, I don't know. Anyways, but <laughs> 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 time really flies when you're just talking about the word. But anyways, yeah. as I was saying, you were saying about the numbers and their importance, right? Mm. The significance about how six isn't quite seven and seven is completion. Mm. And something that started turning in our mind was about how this beast received a mortal wound and it was healed. Right, mm. but we know that Jesus, the perfect sacrifice, as yeah. he's often referred to, died and was resurrected. Yeah, but this, but this <laughs> beast, so this beast didn't do that. Couldn't no. go all the way. He didn't do that. No. See, he was healed, and healing is something that we as humans can do. We can't mm. reckon. We can't um, can't resurrect our souls from the dead. No. We can't do that. No. That just proves the the inconsistencies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, that's deep, man. Exactly, yeah. and even with that, just to add, like what. You, well, well, I think we've all said it now about seven being completion. Like once something, that's what I was going to say. Once something is complete, it does, there, there is doesn't no more. Anything. So yes. even though there's 10 horns, like it's it done. It doesn't matter. It's done. It's there doesn't could matter. be a thousand horns. It could be a it thousand. It's done. And mm. I think coming back to like ego and humility, like um, when we think of Christ being the lamb, like, and the lamb that was slain that we even see here as well, it just further represents how like Christ like, okay, we know God is great and he does prove himself for mm. us, but like, he doesn't have to. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? But yeah, like, it's so the, true. It's, it's in being the lamb that like, you're not, I don't know how to put it, but it's like, you don't even need people yeah. to, to let you know that, that you're great. Yeah. That it's you're, like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Despite, you're divine. Yeah, yeah. despite people expecting a king and mm. to have this priestly kind of way about him, it's like, he was still just humble, donkey, yeah. nothing to prove because yeah. you know you, it's just he is who, who you he are. is. 
Like when Moses went to the burning bush and he was like, who are you? He said, I, I am, am that done. I am. Done. Like, done. The end. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Like, so honestly, like it's so true. And to me, when I, when I just also think about like why Satan really wants worship is because worship is all about choice, mm. right? He doesn't like the fact that people, even in their sinful nature, willingly go out of their comfort zone mm. and choose God. He doesn't, he despises it. Yes. So we know that because the story of Job just captures that, right? Satan literally went to God and said, Job's only worshiping you because of everything that he has, his family, mm. his, his, his cattle, his houses, his money. And God said to him, test him. I'll mm. show you that, that Job loves me because he chooses it. Mm. And we, we saw that. And then God blessed him with so much more. So, Satan's really threatened by the fact that people choose to love God yeah. every day, die to themselves, even though their their natural instinct is to not to do that. Mm. Um, I think was mm. you going to say something as well? Yeah, as well, yeah. Mm. Um, there was something that I picked up on, and both of you made points. Excellent, man. I add, but um, yeah. So there was something about how Satan's movements, yeah, mm. the way he moves, the way he acts, the way he behaves. It's very, I don't want to say vindictive because it's not necessarily justified, but it's very emotional driven. Mm. I'm not saying that God is emotion, it's not an emotional being, but it kind of shows that level of perfection versus imperfection. Okay. Because what Satan's trying to do is he's always trying to prove something. It's like he has something to prove. He's always trying to be mm. like, look, God, I can tempt this guy and this guy will renounce you. Like mm. I think he even said in Job that the second you, you cut one thing from him, mm. he'll renounce you, he'll just renounce your name. And I think it's always that thing that um, Satan's always trying to, he's perpetually trying to prove that. Yes. Mm. And that shows, like that displays his imperfections. It's yeah. a toxic trait. It's very if, toxic I mean, if you trait, imagine yeah. in a relationship, like, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like someone's always trying to prove themselves or prove that they're worthy of your love. Like that's not going to ride. God yeah. loves you and you should love God irrespective yeah. of what they do for you. It's just something you do because you choose it, right? And it comes full circle mm. back to how we started this in mm. terms of what is your motive for that thing that you yeah. prioritize? Yeah. Because if you're trying to prove something, mm. you will get lost in trying to prove something as we see Satan do. He's been consumed by the desire. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas when when it's from a place of 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 love and mm. a place of like you know this relationship that we have with god it doesn't matter what's going on around you mm. you're able to like take stock and be like do you know what even if maybe people are viewing me in this light mm. or this might i might seem strange yeah. if i do this or if i do that it's like you're comfortable and content to yeah. let go yeah. because it's it's in a healthy place definitely definitely no i love that but I mean, guys, this all sounds really perfect and really beautiful. <laughs> but let's be honest. Mm. Sometimes it's really hard to mm. actually worship God and prioritize him. Um, and how, how do you guys do that in your life? Because we are very practical people. We want to be very honest. Mm -hmm. What do you do to make God a priority um, in your life? Sai, I'll start with you. Yeah, I'll kick it off. So do you know what? I think for me, and I'm with you, it can be tricky, especially to be consistent. Mm. But it's not. It's maybe not as hard as some, sometimes we think. Yeah. And I know for me, like I can. I remember the times I would struggle to open the Bible app 
Mm. And for anyone who has the version Bible app, it shows you like your daily streak, right? Um, and whether people think that's a good idea or not, for me, the streak kept me, especially in my earlier stages, yeah. it kept me going to the, like to the Bible, kept well. me accountable. Mm. Oh, I've read the Bible six days in a row. Yeah, oh, yeah. next minute it's 21 days, hey. 58 days. <laughs> and then one day you don't have your phone and <laughs> boom, you're back to zero, yeah, you know. Yeah. And you can, you can feel a bit of a way, but for me doing that, I now consistently, even mm. at times when I didn't have my phone and I've lost my streak, I've still read the Bible. Mm. Do you understand? it's transcended that. Because it's, it's exactly, yeah. it's gone past me just doing it for the streaks or exactly. just doing it like on a struggle kind mm -hmm. of thing. But the next thing I realized I needed to do, and it was kind of, it's one of my goals actually for this year. I was like, I need to spend 30 minutes at least in the word every day, mm. aside from devotion. Yeah. So I'll have my devotion in the morning, but then another point of the day, I need to find 30 minutes yeah. um, to actually study, mm -hmm. you know? And I think for me, you know, for some people, they'll be thinking, Cyan, 30 minutes, you should be able to do that with ease. Yeah. Yeah. Others might be like, nope, I know I, I struggle with that as well. <laughs> But um, getting a, an accountability partner helped yes. me. Someone that I would study with. And I don't study with them every day. Mm -hmm. um, we do maybe two or three times a week. And then it's on me to do those yeah. other four days. Yeah. but Or five days. But I do feel like that has helped to keep me. Amazing. You know, and yeah. I'm seeing like the blessing of it. Like I'm not doing it for the blessing. Mm -hmm. I just... I'm doing it because I want to get to know God more and I feel Amazing. like I'm not getting enough just from the morning part, mm. right? But in doing it, trust me, guys, guys, no. guys, 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 guys. If it's even a verse, mm. if it's a chapter, you you do what you can where you're at and start increasing it as you, as you get hungrier, mm -hmm. you know? But the point is 30 minutes a day, that's my practical tip I love that. that I've that I've implemented. No, thank you. And that is, yeah, still, still work in progress, but, of you know, 90% of the time is there. All, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we are all working in progress. Yeah. Works in progress even. Mm -hmm. Denzel, what about you? I'd say that how I practically prioritise God is I set God first and let everything else follow. Mm. So, what I normally do, like, when I wake up, is I spend time meditating on his word. I think I said this before, but yeah. 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 No, it's fine. It's coming together. That's what's mm. happening. Yeah, it's just coming so, together. Yeah, like full circle. So basically, what I like to do is I like to spend time on God's word. So when I'm there by myself, just reading God's word, I feel like he's speaking to me. It's a one-on-one -on -one, like communication. Mm. It's an open channel. I can speak to him. He can speak to me from my word. You know, I maybe it. I'll realize things I wouldn't have realized in maybe a Bible study setting or mm. or with other people, I feel like that that helped me that helps me build my connection with God, mm. which in turn helps me to practice a practical relationship with Him more mm. and more because yeah, I, I want that. to speak to Him more and more. I want to learn more things about Him. Mm -hmm. I want to do all of these things because I've started that. I've initiated that. Mm. Yeah. No, I love that. No, it's amazing. Um, I I mean, I'll share a bit for me. Um. And also for everyone, mm. I think it's really important to understand how you like to be in relationship with someone. Mm. Does that make sense? So yeah, love languages and all of that. But for me, I love music. Mm. Like for me, that's how I connect with God. And I, I only realized it when I started to go to a church. So this was when I was abroad and the music was just not there. Mm. And when I'd go to church, I was like, but why am I not getting excited yeah. about being in church? Because everyone's Adventist still. Most people did speak English. 
But then I realized it, it was the music aspect and just, mm. there's something about music that it just, it touches me in a way. So when I do have my devotions in the mornings, I would put on like an instrumental. Mm. So Dappy Tiki's plug mm. right there. So he, he literally just p- plays piano. Um, but yeah, there's something about that that just takes me to heaven. And um, he also has a live chat. So people are just all over the world listening. Um, and sometimes like we pray for each other and we write stuff to each other. So for me, I, I realize oh, it's the music beautiful. aspect. Yeah. yeah, it just it just sets me in a good way. And then um, another thing that Kai mentioned when we had a Friday fix was that mm. um, I think she was starting to read the Bible in a year. Right. Mm. But she found that she would rush through things. Because it's like I'm trying to finish. Just to to say you've read it. Just to finish. Um, And it's funny because the week before, two weeks before, I had bought a book Mm -hmm. that basically did that, the Bible in a year. But when she said that, I was like, you're so right. Because I'm not digesting. Mm. I'm literally just chewing and swallowing. And I don't know where it's going. I I might choke on it. But I'm not not digesting. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I'm not. No, the word is taste. I'm not tasting the food. It's not absorbing into your system. Exactly. Exactly. So once I took my time. Um, and I shared this like before I started to read John because John is a very personable gospel about mm. Jesus. And I was just seeing things differently. Like mm. there were so many different points that I know the story about the woman of the world. I know the story about, um, you know, how the Pharisees were basically just trying to get at him. And then he's saying that he's one with God. Like I know those stories, mm. but there was something different when I was reading them and taking my time. I think that's super important. Like you're not in a competition yeah. to spend time with God. Like he just wants your attention and he wants you to choose him and have that devotion. Mm. So even if you just give him, you know, five minutes one day and then you can work your way up to the 30 minutes, like what yeah. Zai is doing, that's what God wants. He just wants you to choose him. To be mm. there with him. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And exactly as you said, like, I'm not like, I'm not prescribing 30 minutes. Mm. That's just now what I feel like I need to do. Yeah. But listen, I've, I started on my five minutes, yeah. you know, and it's not to say one is better than the other. Yeah. There are days where I even just look, I'm trying to get more in the habit now of just looking through what notes I've taken mm. because you can study the word and by next week, you remember the little key takeaways, yeah. but you can't remember everything else. Exactly. So some days it's just going back through, reading it, exactly. you know, and some days you may just have five minutes, but mm. I think as things go on, you will know if you, if you, can do more or if you feel God's calling you to 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 spend a bit more time Absolutely. and if you're going through it or ignoring it mm. or whatnot and as you said Jazz it's not just you know reading the word is a key part mm. but you may find music helps you may mm. find sermons help yeah. you know other things and um yeah I just wanted to share this because I think I think yeah relating to a lot of things I'm I don't know I feel compelled to share this but mm. if you have um, a, an addiction or a temptation or something you've been addicted to that you, you've tried to wean yourself off from and, and the Holy Spirit has been helping you with that. Mm. Um, basically, I think there comes time sometimes where you, you'll be tempted yeah. and you'll be thinking like, okay, I know I should be like reaching out to God, but like, what can I do? Mm. I don't really feel like reading the Bible. Mm. You know, what, what other thing can I do? Mm. Um, and I really believe that like God will create other things that you just need to see Mm. um and yeah use other things like sermons like podcasts you know I think we just need to kind of be open to that Mm -hmm. um yeah 
think that's what I'll leave it with. No, today, I love yeah. that. No, I love that. And you know what's so interesting about this as well is, especially growing up, my idea of worship, I would instantly think about being in church. Mm. Like that was my concept of what worshiping is, not this personal devotion, prayer life, you know, that we've discussed. And I think for a lot of us, we might confuse the two. You know, church is, of course, a place that you can worship God, but it's not the only place, yeah. you know? And I think, especially for us, you know, when we grow up in church, we might go uni, things happen, we don't return to church. Mm -hmm. Some people might think, oh yeah, that person's fallen out of love with God. Yeah. Or that person's no longer a Christian or no longer Adventist. And we, we have friends like that, you know? We, we, we see that often, but it might not necessarily be that way. Mm. It's just for them being in a church organization isn't maybe how they choose to worship God. Mm. Having said that, there are people that do leave. So, you know, we're, we're yeah. going to be very realistic here. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, I guess the point is worship starts with you. Mm. It starts with you and it starts with God. Um, it's not about what anyone else can give you. It's that personal like devotion time, which is super, super important. Yeah. So guys, we have actually gone very much over time. <laughs> but this this has been amazing. Like mm. this topic was so heavy, but I feel light now. I feel like we've really managed to explore a lot of things. So Cyan, mm. can I ask you to do a closing prayer? Yeah, sure. Thank More you. than happy to. Okay, let's pray. Dear merciful father, God. We just want to even thank you that you are merciful, Lord, because um, you don't have to love us the way that you do. You don't have mm. to give us the chances that you give us, dear Father. Like you are the most powerful, most amazing being, the creator mm -hmm. of the universe and beyond, Lord. Um, and yeah, we're just grateful that you choose us, dear God, um, and give us that choice to choose you, dear mm. Lord. Um, so I just want to thank you for the study today. I know we've gone over time. There's been so many points we've raised, but we pray that, dear Lord, that what we have shared today has been um, directly what you have given us to share and given us to just meditate on um, as people, wherever we may be. We ask that you will help us to take away the messages from today and actually um, apply them and start thinking about, you know, what is it that we worship mm -hmm. and how can we more so worship you, dear Father, and develop um, a real authentic relationship with you in the good and bad times that still allows us to choose you, dear Lord. Mm. These things we ask and pray in your son's precious name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. So everyone, take away for today's lesson just spend a bit more time with God. If it is from zero minutes to five minutes, mm. from five to 10, just find that quiet time to worship him and build upon that um, because you will never regret it. Yeah. You've never had a worship session and you've thought, oh, what a waste of time. It's not going to happen. So thank you so much, guys. And stay tuned for day six. Bye. Bye. I'm not going to do that.